Hi, Lizzie. It's going pretty good. You know, I was thinking about you today because I threw all these ingredients into a pot and then got it really hot and it made stuff that was good. Well, where I'm coming from, they call that cooking. Cooking! Cooking! <laughs> Hello. Hi, Kyle. <clears throat> Hi, Alicia. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Ian. Hi, go. So I guess we'll talk about cooking today, huh? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Lisa just came to my computer while I was, you know, going to the bathroom before the show. But I mean, whatever. how dare they have a conversation without us here, really? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, it was just a, a holiday this week. It was Valentine's Day. Is that a holiday? I don't know. It's like a commercial holiday. Yeah. So I thought you were gonna say Cooper Bowl. Well, that was also this week. Or the big game. The big yeah, don't say the actual oh. We're going to have to make a beep sound and I'll make you <laughs> beep while you say that name. Make a beep sound. Pooper ball. <laughs> you put it so it says pooper ball. So. <laughs> this is going to be an, an awful episode to edit. I'm sorry, Katie. <laughs> um, that's okay. We'll see how it goes. All right. Anyway, it was. Um, Did you watch the puppy bowl? Oh, oh, yeah. We watched the puppy bowl and um, got really into it. But then it was like five hours long. So. I stopped. I mean, it's like two hours. I might be exaggerating. No, it was about five hours. Yeah. It it was um, super long. I had something to cook myself. So I actually stopped watching part of it and I felt like I didn't miss too much. So, (laughs) but it was very good. And we brought today, we have special guests with us that you might have been like, who is this? This isn't Katie and Kyle. Well, it is our partners. Partners? Partners. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's my fiance, my, Alicia. And this is my partner, Ian. Right? Yeah. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> but yeah, we were we were discussing like what what do we want to talk about food? Because we usually like to give some information, but cooking is like such a huge part of human history. It's impossible to like summarize the history of cooking. So we're just like, we'll just we cook with with our partners. Let's just bring them on and talk about cooking and our, our journeys where we learned how to cook and got better at cooking over time. Yes, exactly. And we thought it would be fun to bring other people on cooking with couples because that's is our couples that we're with. And um, just a little fun we're fact: we're all Gemini's. What? So does that mean is there eight of us here instead of four? Huh? Yeah, because Gemini is the twins. Oh, is Gemini like Janus, the two-headed god? Probably. I don't know. Out of my knowledge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Unclear. not much into astrology. No, I think it's like full on twins. Just twins. Yeah, I don't twins. think it's just two heads. It's like full, two full twin people. So entire we're, twins. We're all twins. Two entire with, twins. With ourselves. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. a, that's a lot. I don't talk to her. It's like I am her. Oh my god! I just watched this movie Black Swan. That was kind of like like crazy twin people. Do well. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah. We just did just finish Black Yeah, Swan. in preparation for this episode, we watched Doctor Who about cyborgs. And in preparation for this episode, you guys watched a ballet movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah about twins. An incredibly strange ballet movie. 
Mm-hmm. This is so good. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Are you braiding your beard? No, nah, I'm just playing. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. So we can so we can start. Um, so let's get cooking. Good looking. <laughs> um. So anyway, <laughs> am I supposed to say something right now? No. Oh, I thought we were waiting. Ian, I thought just... they were waiting for me to like say a cue or something. No. Ian, lead really us into the it. first topic. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> So I am um, Ian's twin right now, and his Gemini twin. And I'm going to say, let's start off with like either a meal or something that we cooked at different stages of life. Kyle already might have explained this a little bit, but something that stuck out to us when we were young, like 12 and under. So Kyle, do you want to start? Oh, sure. I was, I'm probably going to be the least interesting through this podcast. So get ready to, for that. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about cooking when I was young, go figure. Uh, but I do remember making that cup ramen a lot. I don't know. I feel like I sustained myself on cup ramen. I also I remember helping mama a lot, making desserts, mostly just desserts. She did cook meals sometimes, but she never wanted help with that. Except for the occasional time when we had to peel potatoes and I would spend like a half hour peeling a potato and she'd get through like, like the rest of them in that time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, have a, I have a little bounce off of that. Last time I was home, I peeled potatoes with mom and she does not have a potato, potato peeler. No, a potato peeler. Like she had this really super old, like ancient one that didn't work. Was it a potato peeler? Yeah, we threw out the potato peeler because it did nothing. <laughs> was it a knife? <laughs> no, we use knives <laughs> instead of peelers. So uh. my, I feel like mom has like learned how to use a knife on a potato and has has sneaky knife ninja skills now. Oh my it. god! She just feel like that was the original potato peeler. Yeah, that probably was. It, it wasn't a stick. Yeah. <laughs> a sharp, maybe a it might have been a, or it maybe a, sharp a stick rock. or a rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. or teeth. You just bite, bite it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we usually just don't even peel potatoes nowadays. We just no. eat the skin. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times. There's yeah. a lot of good nutritional actually, value in the skin of a potato. I love and a good fry with potato skins on it. Like, mm. it's good. It can be really good. The skin of a potato, if you eat a potato with the skin, it's more potassium than a banana. What? Wow. That's, cool. That's awesome. But I got to eat more potatoes now. I think. <laughs> this is not a <laughs> scientific. <laughs> Do we have a, does, does it show We're not nutritious. Uh, the fact check is later kicked. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll confidently say that. But uh, who wants to jump in and tell us about their early years cooking? Oh, can I? Sure. Uh, very early on, I learned what not to do um, from my sister. So mm-hmm. I was, my sister is 10 years older than me. So oftentimes I would come home from school. She would be the only one there. My brother would be doing whatever. And she would cook something for me for like a snack or whatever. And one day she's over, she's not paying attention because she's hanging out with me in the living room uh, with her boyfriend. And I was like, I want French fries because I'm nine and I want them. She was like, okay, whatever. So she goes to heat up a pan of oil. We get really into the movie we're watching. I look into the kitchen, I'm like, huh, the light bulb is flickering in there. Maybe it needs to be changed. Hey, uh, can, and I called to my sister. I'm like, what, what's wrong with the light over there? And she was like, Oh my God, that's not the light. Her and her boyfriend run into the kitchen. There are flames going up to the ceiling from the pan. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, it was Flambe. super cool. 
And uh, my sister in a blind panic did the worst thing he possibly could. And she just grabbed the handle with her hand and threw it in the sink. Uh, oh. Her boyfriend immediately was just, they were both screaming. I was screaming. Oh. It was chaos. Oh. And he, he keeps asking, where's the flower? Where's the flower? And she's like, where? And I'm nine. So I'm just hanging out being stressed. Ooh, and uh, so he finds the flower, pours the whole thing in the sink. Uh, uses all of it and me and my sister and him had to clean all of it up before my mom got home otherwise she was going to kill all of us <laughs> and we did there weren't oh. flame marks on the ceiling if there were my mom didn't notice because she is shorter than me so she doesn't <laughs> look up there very often okay. so wait is the did she not know at all anything happened no and if she did she oh. never told us <laughs> oh is my that, goodness that, that is impressive actually <laughs> I can't imagine, like, even, like, the microwave. I feel like that would have damaged it a little or, like, had burn marks or something. Or did she ever notice the bag of flour that disappeared? <laughs> no, because... That's the, amazing. Like, this was so devious, <laughs> and I will never be this intelligent again. Uh, my sister sent me to the dollar store around the corner to get a new thing of flour, because that's where my mom shopped for flour. And we poured a little bit of it out into the garbage to make it look like it was the used flour. And we put it in the cupboard Perfect. where the other one was. Oh, oh nice. that's smart. smart. I've never been that intelligent again in my life. So how are the friends? <laughs> I don't know. They're gone. They're oh, dead. All right garbage so did you get a fear of cooking after that oh yeah totally for like way too long okay mm. well we'll pick up on that later i'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure mm -hmm. yeah there's some stories in the future now that i'm thinking of because of that story but <laughs> i can start with my childhood like you kind of mentioned kyle i don't remember cooking a lot at all or anything like that i didn't have any older siblings that started things on fire that taught me or anything like that so <laughs> um I, I'm just going to give like three meals that I kind of remember. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. A story. You're going to tell about, us something? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. All right. When Let's I was it. in elementary school, you know, those granola bars that are like really bad for you that are like the, they're delicious, but they're bad for you. I Candy. won't say a brand name because this is bad on them, but <laughs> I ha used to have those in my school lunches all the time. And one time I opened it and there was like a worm in it. <laughs> oh, no. And so was that it was a gummy worm? It was a real moving thing. It was <gasps> alive still. It was so gross. It was like not, I don't, I don't even know what kind it was. How does that happen? But I like, oh, like got so disturbed by it. I don't, I don't know how it happens, but I was so traumatized that I couldn't eat that any granola bars for a very, very long time. I do know. Um, but it'll do it. Yeah. Um, I remember but, that mom like either called them or wrote them a note or something. And they sent us like a whole box of granola worms. Bars. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They sent us a whole box of worms and they're like, here, since you love them so much and don't eat them. Um, no, they sent a whole thing, like a, not like a regular box size, but a whole like, Slat, I don't know what they're called, like a huge, huge amount of granola bars. Palette, did you yeah, guys like get a palette? Palette oh of God. granola bars, basically. That's um, insane. As an apology, and I don't know what happened to those because I remember I, I couldn't eat uh, <laughs> granola bars for a very long time after. That's fair. Similarly, not not quite similarly. Um, orange Doritos, 
one time when I was very young, I ate way too many of those and then threw up everywhere. And then also could not eat orange Doritos for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So those I'm are my sorry. those are my childhood <laughs> cooking memories, right? That's not cooking at all. I don't know. No, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you could you could probably come up with a dish that's got Doritos, worms, and granola bar. Oh, <laughs> so but, gross! Uh, you never got around to it, so that's fine. No, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. All right. So, Ian, did you ever cook as a, as a youngling? So, before I was able to cook. I would like, if I got home first from school, I would like go into the baking cabinet and take the sugar out and put like scoops of sugar into a bowl and then just eat the sugar <laughs> like, straight up, like straight up. And then I got, I kind of got in trouble because my mom caught me doing that one time. But I think the first thing that I could cook was probably like Chef Boyer D raviolis out of the can, you know? Okay. But I don't think that counts. So really the first thing I could cook was probably grilled cheeses. Hey, I still cook to this day. Yeah. Uh, Me too. I don't know, probably like middle school or something. That's impressive. Okay. Grilled cheeses. I think I was in know. my 20s before I made a grilled cheese yeah. sandwich. And I even developed my own style because my mom taught me to like butter the bread. Mm-hmm. But I just throw the pat of butter on the pan and then spin the bread around in it. Ayo. Whoa. So that's like visually cool too. And Advanced. then throw the cheese on in the other one. Like while it's in, the oh, pan. so it's dangerous too because you gotta watch your fingers. Ooh. You don't want to burn them. <laughs> you do like to live life on the edge. <laughs> you don't want to cook your fingers too. No, no. I guess absolutely okay. not. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, you got it. You got an early start. I don't know. We probably did Chef Boyardee and like canned soup and stuff, but that's finesse. Yeah. Well, Which- when you said the ramen, I'm, I do remember having ramen all the time. The cup of soup. Cup of soup. Cup of soup. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever caught anything on fire. The cat caught on fire one time <gasps> when my sister was making tea. What? Because, <laughs> like, right as she turned the flame on, like, it was like, like the stove used to light, like, whoosh, a lot of times. So, like, the cat jumped up onto the stove, right? As oh, no. The flame came out. And the cat, like, like immediately, I guess, knew it was on fire and shot across the house, but there's like a smoke trail, like when the road oh, comes. Jeez. Oh my gosh. And it ran past it, just... it didn't, it wasn't still on fire. It was just like it's just singed fur. Having singed, yeah, and it stank so bad. Oh, yeah. oh I bet. Just recently we uh it it's not as exciting, but we had candles in our office while we were working from home because it was just our, our furnace wasn't working for some reason. It was very cold. And Elise was like, do you smell burning hair? And I was like adjusting something. And then I realized I had singed a bunch of the hair on my wrist. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you were trying, you were like literally using the candle like it was a fire pit or something. And like <laughs> I know, having, I having it underneath, like typing where you were. I, it wasn't right underneath where I was typing, but it was like to the side. And I must have reached over to grab Close something. Close enough. And something in. You didn't even notice. <laughs> But uh, wow. so I cooked myself a little bit. Uh, no. yeah. So what do you think this is? Burning Man? No. Oh, oh, nice. All right. Should we <laughs> should we transition to adolescence? I don't know if we'll have any stories for this, but let's go to adolescence. Wait, All right. we're doing. No, that was ch- child, like young. Kid. Whatever, it doesn't oh, matter. Did you, did you eat sugar every day when you were a teenager? No, no, that was, that was a little kid. <laughs> But I kind of did both in one shot, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So Ian did the first one with the, the cat burning. That works. Okay. <laughs> no. And the butter. Oh, the grilled cheese. 
you are naturally transitioning for us. That's Sorry. that's what you're doing. Oh, okay. You're you're yeah. like half segue, half man right now. It's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> it's really hard to you know, I like to like look at the faces while I'm talking, but you guys keep disappearing. So sorry, sorry, listeners, but we're, we're, we're all over the place. It's really hard to have a, a virtual background with two people on the screen at once. Oh yeah, my favorite <laughs> turns into just a floating head. So my cooking as a teenager involved a lot of TV dinners and hot pockets. So I was very talented. Um, a lot of nutrition. My mm-hmm. favorite was when the brownies didn't get corn in them from, <laughs> from the TV dinners. Yeah, I remember that. It wasn't the worst if there was a little corn in there, but, yeah. you know, there wasn't much control over it. Um, just stabbing the plastic and yeah. cooking it for as long as it said in a microwave. Yeah. Um, preserved food technology has come a long way. I'm sure you could get brownies that just automatically don't have corn nowadays i would hope it's so. the future yeah but yeah <laughs> i definitely we definitely did eat a lot of tv dinners yeah a lot of tv dinners um and especially when we had to fend for ourselves which was there was a lot of nights that's like do whatever you want and it was mm-hmm. just like okay i guess it's a tv dinner mm-hmm. not that um, not that exciting but it works yeah, it was- i'm not not so fancy they were fun. They were at the time. It was like you looked forward to it, you know. And it, it is cooking. You're making food hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So shall we go back to Ian really quick for his other little kids back story? To the future. I, I forgot. But yeah. it doesn't really have to do with cooking, but it has to do more with eating. Does that okay. Sense? Yeah. Do no, I mean, my little kids' stories had nothing to do with cooking. Well, it's not even eating. <laughs> Katie didn't yeah. even eat the worm. But so like we used to go to this like one restaurant where they had like like buffet style food and i would like try to beat the number of meatballs that i ate every time like oh i think i think, I think it's like you know maybe like it's nine or ten year old i, I probably could eat 30 meatballs oh what? my gosh was that all you ate <laughs> yeah pretty much oh my gosh <laughs> so this was a competition between you and yourself my my self and my former self yeah i would set, try to set a personal best every time <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> so you're just getting I, never mind i don't want to say that that's mean what was the <laughs> turning maximum into <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say like if that if that's your like goals for life you're just like <laughs> your your epitome of the best human is just like this super fat person eating like 80 meatballs I did do oh. some competitive eating later on. Ooh. Well, I tried to. I know you don't have to be fat. It seems to fair too well. Can you tell us about that? Because I'm very curious. Was that a later one? So save that? Should I tell it now? Oh, let's tease them. Let's tease them. Oh, no. Okay. We got a story coming up about competitive eating. That competitive eating. Stay I, tuned. No, I didn't actually do any real competitive eating. I just tried to do a bunch of challenges, really. I shouldn't say competitive. I wasn't okay. You just try to get a bunch of free food. Wait, we, we can wait. We can wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you have anything before college age, like a high schoolish? I got very into grilled cheese also. My sister, mm-hmm. the same one who almost burned the house down and then we successfully covered up with teamwork, mm-hmm. taught me how to bread the butter and then put it in the pan. Oh. Uh, not as fancy. 
but she the was usual. like, this is going to be amazing because you're not doing it in the microwave or with toast. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and Just then, toast with cheese. That's, my dad would do that. He would take cheese <laughs> from the jar and just put it on toast. And he would tell me it's a grilled cheese. That's why I thought I didn't like grilled cheese for most of my oh. childhood. <laughs> and then when my sister was like, no, Ew. we put cheese on bread with butter in a pan. I was like, this is gourmet. This is amazing. My sister is Gordon Ramsay now. <laughs> so grilled nice. cheese, a lot of grilled cheese. When you when right. you got the courage up to, to talk to the oven again. Yeah. And then uh, eggs made their way into the pan or mm. into the sandwich. So breakfast. How advanced. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can see when the egg is done. So it was, I would just stare like this into the pan until it was time. Just as close <laughs> as I could without hurting myself. <laughs> so I could very closely monitor when the eggs were done. And there was no searing of hair or cats no. during this nope. process. Nice. nice. No, everyone survived. Damn. You got, you went from like almost burning down the house to being super skilled very quickly. I know. Super skilled. All right. So adolescence is when I was made some regretful decisions with my life. I was very picky at that point. Yeah, you um, got into heroin. It was rough. Yeah. No. I just remember the one thing that'll be like the epitome of why, why, Kyle? Why? Uh, I would make quesadillas in a quesadilla maker, but without cheese. How? Excuse me? So you just <laughs> toasted a a tortilla. tortilla. Yeah. I would just cook it so long that the tortilla became solid. It was basically a hard I shell. I remember this. It was oh. hard shell tortillas with, with meat or something in the middle. And it wasn't like meat I cooked. It was like from a, from like a. Like a, rotisserie chicken? Yeah, or? rotisserie chicken or something like that. <laughs> yes. I, I totally remember our quesadilla maker. It was red. And, mm-hmm. and you'd fill it with whatever you wanted apparently no cheese for Kyle and <laughs> yeah. just, it would just be like a burnt quesadilla all the time with chicken uh but the cheese would like explode out the sides when you did oh. make it properly like maybe that's cake. why I didn't do it like it would just <laughs> become a mess so, yeah because you had to clean it up and you know you're like oh don't want to do that maybe you could just put a, a smaller amount well no like cheese you love cheese <laughs> Yeah, she's like, doing that, Ian. Yeah. What? Also, what is wrong with you? Nothing? I don't know. I was, I was young I was and stupid. No you no. let me propose to you without telling me this. <laughs> sorry, you never told me this. I'm sorry. Chaos. I regret yes. it. Though. We're learning some deep secrets. I think that's my worst one. Hopefully, that is your darkest. Hopefully, I don't secret. remember anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is this is where I was getting into like. Uh, combining things for food like leftover chicken wings combined with leftover pasta mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know work lunches oh, it was yeah. i was building meals but not from like not from the base you were doing charcuterie but more free form yeah and mom mom yeah. did a lot of that too she she's like what ingredients do we have okay let's combine them in a in a pot in this way and it makes good food it's cool i mean i feel like that's kind of why I didn't learn cooking very young because I don't think like that. Like I need directions. I need (laughs) ingredients laid out with directions on how to do it. Or else I'm like, I don't know. And you know, it's it's just, it was hard for me because mom's like, well, you just do that and you do that and you throw that in and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I tried to learn things like how to make um, the barbecue burgers that she made and stuff. Like those were always really good. And um, there's there's a bunch of different things that I just like mm. watched her and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. And then the classic, how long do you cook it until it's done? Yeah. 
until yeah. it looks done. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why baking was more of my thing because you need to follow instructions for those. Mm. Yeah, the recipes. And- we actually followed recipes for baking. But sometimes you just have like ingredients you have to use and you have to kind of play jazz. That's the kind of cooking. That's why you're good at I cooking. Like. That's yeah. the adult I like, secret. I like using a recipe too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. That. Sometimes you get a recipe and then you have this ingredient, but not that one, but you can like switch them out. You can play. Yeah, kind of replace them mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. We... That's how you And cook. sometimes it even works. I mean, our <laughs> kitchen always sounds like there's a huge... Um, jazz band in there when Ian is cooking <laughs> and then when I'm cooking what does it sound like just like I usually I listen to opera sometimes when I'm cooking yeah really you jazz. do yeah, yeah oh interesting yeah okay I listen to I don't know weird Al indie 90s stuff <laughs> oh okay weird Al yeah yeah so that's a little dancey in there oh man sometimes I break it down but that's break adult down. cooking we'll learn about that yeah. later I got a couple more things about adolescent I remember a few few times I, I was getting into frozen pizzas. This is where I actually got good at like timing things because mm. I would I was actually good at making frozen pizzas. And <laughs> it sounds like something you should just it's, you can't be good at making frozen pizzas, but you can be bad at making frozen pizzas. Yeah. So therefore, you can be good at making frozen pizzas. Yeah. My friend would true. just like he would preheat the oven and then throw it in for however long you're supposed to. And it would always yeah. come out burned. Yes, every time. And it's like, why don't you just cook it right? But it's <laughs> just, you just, you just have to cook it. And it made me think about my life. Oh, yeah. My life is like preheating an oven too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like what that gets you thinking. Yeah. Preheating yeah. ovens. Yeah. All right. It's a metaphor. And yeah, uh, it is. I think that's about all I had. I might have learned how to make breakfast at that point too, but it's not that exciting. So, um, so then we'll go into college, I guess, unless anyone's got any more adolescence they'd like to relive. I mean, you told mine and and yours. So I mix mine all together, you guys. <laughs> all right. Ian's gonna be like, when I was, He's a good when cook, I was one not years a, old, I cooked good... my first cake at the end. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll go first for college because I didn't go to college. I lived at home for college. And at that point in my life is when I actually first started like looking up recipes and actually trying to cook. And my my signature dish, this is when I actually got good at cooking stir fries, which are very Ooh. fun. Love those. And- There's they're super general too. You just you just need rice or noodle and then other stuff. And it's yeah. just so good. And you can make them vegetarian pretty easily. So that's pretty cool. And I did some cooking with Alicia, but I'll let her handle handle that. Well, we did stir fry a lot together. Yeah. Like a lot. That was more, our most often. Okay. Either that or breakfast. So okay. if there was a dish to describe your relationship, would you <laughs> call it stir fry? Either stir fry or breakfast burritos. <laughs> oh, okay. Fancy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you've done a lot of experimentation in college cooking. That's very generous. <laughs> That's such a nice way to you were, say that. You were working within limitations. Well, I mean, college is the time yeah. to experiment, so yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense. I I went away to college when I was an old college person, meaning I was 21, so I could buy my own liquor. Uh, but I couldn't find a place to live, so I lived on campus, and mm-hmm. the kitchen was like a nightmare oh. all the time. 
in our suite. So I just never, ever used it ever. So I yeah. ate mostly really weird, gross microwave foods. Uh, like, oh, this is embarrassing. The worst one was like instant mashed potatoes in a bowl. And I would microwave it and microwave chicken fingers, or I would get cooked canned chicken from like Walmart. Cause that's where I worked during college. And that oh. tells you my budget. And mm. I would take canned corn and then just microwave all of it and eat it out of a bowl. And I'm sure that was super good for me. And I had all the nutritional needs met and stuff. And it was like yeah. that and peanut butter and jelly and like food court food. It does sound like a very well-rounded meal for sure. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Was it I potatoes, think- chicken, and corn? Corn. Corn. I guess yes. It could be worse. It could be like good if I don't describe how it's made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't until after I moved out of the dorm that I upgraded and got like an off-campus apartment, and then, then we were fancy and did oven french fries and chicken fingers from Aldi. Mm. Oh God, and calzones. So many calzones. Shout out to Calios and Fredonia. Oh my God. All right. Awesome. Well, for me, college cooking involved a lot of meal plan meals. So once again, Katie's not really cooking. Um, (laughs) But I did actually produce a cooking show at our television station at my college. Call out to Budonia because I went to Radonia. <laughs> so we had a show called Budonia. Um, and it was my college roommate. Um, I was roommates with her senior year, um, but we knew each other like all of the other years except for freshman year. So I was the producer. She was the host. She loves cooking. She has all the special fancy tools and everything. And um, our show was basically basically meant for college students for easy meals to make. Um, because obviously when you're in college, you don't have a lot of time or energy to cook or money. Yep. So we did like our first one was peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's basically my memories of cooking, except I will tell you that I discovered chicken bacon ranch pizza in college. And that was actually one of our episodes. I was obsessed with it. They had it at our food court two days a week. And on those two days a week, I would have it for lunch and dinner because I love it so much. Oh, man. like it, it was my absolute favorite. And so that's we also did that for Fudonia and made some at our, our apartment at times. So oh, neat. That, that is my big college experimentation. Nice. That's good. Yeah. You yeah. know, well, I, I'll wait till Ian's done, but I hope none of us got scurvy. So that's good. That means I don't we know. did okay. What does There's, that mean? I've heard of I've heard of people getting scurvy in college because they don't eat any fruits or vegetables. Oh, so they get a vitamin a C deficiency. You'll eat, eat a lime. That's what the citrus. Vitamin C. Oh, with so if you get scurvy, you mm-hmm. just eat eat a lime. That's what the pirates did. Yeah. Oh. They bring the limes. <laughs> college students are not as resourceful or intelligent as pirates usually. Really? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they do, they get scurvy. It's a lack of vitamin C Yeah, and it can make you feel weak, tired, sore. It can mess up your blood cells, give you gum disease, change your hair and pirate pirates would be out on sea for like way too long. So they would have to bring stuff like fruits and limes. Wow. 
Yeah, and I, I don't remember who, but I know I've heard of people I know who got scurvy in, in college. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. That's so crazy. Just, I don't think I ever just, got scurvy, but yeah. there was a huge pink eye epi- epidemic at our school <laughs> one year, and I definitely <sighs> got pink eye that year. Oh. Oh. But that's Man. not scurvy, so. <laughs> and then, uh, they went around and farted on everyone's pillows. I don't know. They were really gaseous that night. Oh no! Oh gosh! Yeah, isn't that so bioterrorism? Com- <laughs> some kind. I some hope they got caught. You know, like uh, I, I was a victim. <laughs> so in uh, your college years. Oh uh, Jesus Christ! I could I could do a whole show on college and food and cooking for me. So I just I'll just keep it to just to cooking, not to the things I eat. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, this is where I actually learned like a lot of the basics of cooking that I know because I actually I worked like uh in a, in a kitchen there is like a almost like a catering like a vent hall kind of place um so I learned like a lot of knife skills you know chopping stuff up getting better mincing you know ways to cut an onion ways to dice an onion dice a tomato you know all that good stuff I kind of like learned a lot of that stuff there mm-hmm. um, that's useful yeah 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 you know I learned a lot of like sauteing there um Worked a big dishwasher, you know that that helps. Like a machine yeah. dishwasher, yeah. or Actually, you were a like big, big washing machine. You, you pull the big oh. thing down, yeah, yeah. and it washes all the dishes. It's like an autoclave, yeah, yeah. but it's worse. All sorts, yeah, yeah, all sorts of kitchen stuff. Grinding coffee Ooh. with a little tiny grinder. Oh, thing. I like coffee. And a lot of cooking is just knife skills because once you get yeah. things to a uniform size or know how to get, you know get it all about the same size, it all cooks the same, and that just really helps out any dish. Yeah, and he's taught me most of the, my knife skills, and Ayo. gets disappointed when I I don't do it. Correctly. So always curl your fingers underneath. You don't want to chop off the tips of your fingers. Yeah, do you guys like knife fight to practice? No, never. You Why should you try it. It's like a date night. Don't even joke about that. No. <laughs> Katie yeah, was no, trying to nod, like, but she was disappearing. I was disappearing into the background. <laughs> Learn like sharpening the knives. Ooh. You know, so you hold the steel down, you put the tip of the steel down on the table, and then you sharpen the knife this way. You don't want it like over your head swinging it around because the blade sometimes or the handle could snap, and then the knife goes flying, and God knows where it's going to end up. Somebody can get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yourself, somebody else. And if we want to talk, but we could also talk about the competitive eating thing because some of that's. Oh, yeah. If that's, is that college? Some of it went on then. Um, The first thing I ate was probably like a 48 ounce steak. You had to do it in one sitting and all the sides. Like there's like a bunch of potatoes on the side and stuff like that. Oh. And then like they would put your picture up on the wall. But then when I did it, there was nobody there like to take the picture. Nobody was really. (laughs) Oh, no. So I just kind of was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay with the thing. So you just ate. Okay. and I this really was before like, like phones were on everyone's cell yeah, phone yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That might we have been a like baby. high school or something. Yeah, probably. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and then there's another one that was in New Brunswick at this place, Paulie's Pizza. I don't know if it's still there, but they used to have this huge pie that like two people would eat. It was like a big like a meat lovers pie, and it had like just chicken, pepperoni, sausage, everything on there. And like one pound was like, I mean, one one slice was like about a pound. Oh my gosh! And it was like between two people to eat it in an hour. Ugh. Ugh. I think it was like about like six 
15 something slices. We, we oh my God. I knew because I worked at a UPS store down the street and I took the one of the slices <laughs> and left and made it at the oh end to see it not like how much pizza get eaten. Oh. We came like two, we came two slices between the two of us from eating it. I think my friend actually ate a couple more than I did though. Oh gosh. Oh God. But as soon as he got out of the parking lot, he threw up. <laughs> oh, fair. Eight pounds of it. pizza. But oh. this one, if you finish it, you get a pot of money. So I think at the time we would have got like 500 bucks. Oh, but you guys were that close. Yeah. So we just had to pay for the pizza instead. Oh, man. <laughs> and have really bad stomach aches. Yeah. Apparently. Did you go into a coma for like a month? We were like crying, leaving. We were like, oh, oh, God, I feel so bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Though. Memorable, memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, at the school that I went to, I don't know. I'm not supposed to say it. You, if like, you yeah. if you don't care about people triangulating you, then what, go is ahead. It gonna, are they gonna know? They're gonna know because I'm about to talk about the grease trucks. They know what. Oh snap! But so like, I also I tried to get one of those named after me, but I fell short. I think if you had to eat six and a half hour or something like that, crazy. But so I tried it. Well, tell us about the grease grease trucks. So these are like these fat sandwiches. So they're pretty much just got anything you'd want. One of the most famous is probably like the fat Daryl. There's also one called the fat bitch. That was my favorite. That's what it's called. That's a good name. Yeah. Bleep that out. If it's a- I, I would always order it and then giggle. Afterwards. Yeah, they were really good. <laughs> <laughs> it would have like chicken fingers or cheesesteak or and cheesesteak and French fries. Some of them have uh, like a burger in there, or maybe a fried egg. Mm-hmm. any combination of any of those things yeah but the one that i was gonna make was cheesesteak chicken fingers french fries and blue cheese on it Ooh, that sounds good so yeah wanted, some people don't like it though but you wanted it to be like called it. fat ian it was gonna be called the fat boner oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay then <laughs> it was what i was gonna call it i don't know they oh, they had those kind of names. Okay, yeah. Oh. I thought you said you wanted it named after yourself. No. <laughs> you don't get to name it after yourself. You get to name it. Oh, you get to give it your name. Gotcha. You get to give okay. it your own name. Okay. Not, not like my own name, but you get to make up a, the name of it. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's going to think my name is Boner. I probably didn't say it. I probably, it, probably is, it probably is my fault that I said it that it sounded like No, I'm, I'm probably missing yeah. it. <laughs> All right. You ever told me your name was Boner? Yeah. You know? We'll, we'll just label this under explicit this episode. Can't have okay. that any show. <laughs> Who invited well, me? Well, then we can, yeah, never mind. I don't want to say that either. <laughs> Oh, say it. <laughs> you should say it's an implied joke when you said you named it after yourself for Fat Boner. <laughs> how how uh, how well did you know these people? <laughs> no, it's not, I, just, I was not going there with that one. Man, All right, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I know, I didn't do I didn't do a lot of the big food challenges, but I did some of the spicy ones. Kyle's known as the spicy the, king or something. The heat king. The heat king. It's the hot yeah. king right king. there. Hot king. Hot, That's king. hot king. Oh yeah. Yeah, hot king. 
being because he yep. can eat spicy food. That ghost pepper quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Was there more than than nothing in there? And <laughs> there was all this build up, like like the waiter was like, "Are you sure you want to order the ghost pepper quesadilla?" Oh my god! Duck. Like, it's a duck huh? quesadilla. I guess. I guess I can. Can I have some milk on the side too, just in case? And everyone was like, "Fine." And everyone was like staring at me from the kitchen. They were all like looking out, and there was just like fire in the background. Did they bring you a coffin? Yeah, they brought me a coffin. <laughs> uh, they brought it out, and I was like, "Holy crap, my life is gonna end here!" But whatever. And I bit into it, and it, it was just tasted good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, Katie and I could not finish one between the two of us. <laughs> well, I mean, we I didn't know that, that we were doing a food competition because if I knew that. <laughs> If I knew that it might have been that's different. actually a good point. When you ate it, you kind of had a little bit of you had a, like a starter, you know, like, like a, something to go past impetus because we were like, This is we couldn't, we were like, Man, we couldn't finish this thing, it was really hot, yeah. Expectations. And then the hot king came down, and he's like, <laughs> You guys, this, this is nothing. That's Kyle's yeah. voice. <laughs> this tastes good. This is so <laughs> delicious. I'm gonna eat all of it in two bites. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you should yeah. get knuckle tattoos that says hot and king on them. Yes. <laughs> hot king. Yeah. Yeah. But one of your hands will just say hot. <laughs> yep. That'll be the main one. The main hot, one. Exclamation point. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Hot. One of them is, is gonna say hot, and the other one's gonna say king. Mm-hmm. King. <laughs> be good for playing checkers be like king me oh <laughs> so ian you learned you learned how to cook in a, in a catering setting so how did that that transition into your current like adulthood of cooking where have you gone from there young adult young adult well, most young now. adult oh young adult okay. unless it is like what now young adult mean? like 20 after college after college post college living on your own for the first time before you oh, feel like God. a real grown-up Jeez, I probably forgot most of the actual recipes that I made back then. <laughs> probably forgot all the recipes that I learned in the kitchen, but certain things, you know, stays with you. Mm-hmm. Techniques. Yeah, chopping stuff up. Just certain stuff that if you like, that, you know, like reducing something into more of like a sauce, thickening it with a little bit of mm-hmm. flour. Know, like tiny little bit of, you could do cornstarch, flour, mashed potatoes. Hey. What, what did you used to use, make for yourself, like when you first moved out of your house, I would order a pizza. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't know. There we go. Um, yeah, you would never really cook. Geez, then. Got, no, I would maybe a, just uh, like a chicken cutlet or something, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, you know, maybe a lot of frying stuff up, microwaving stuff a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. stuff like that. I can't really remember, but I know there's something. Yeah, like ramens and boiling stuff. You know, things that you boil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pastas. All right. So you just you just kept cooking. Yeah, I didn't cook it. That's probably the least I cooked in my life at that Okay. Time. So for me, my when I lived by myself, moved out and was living on my own for the first time, I, I still really wasn't very good at cooking. Um, but I did make spaghetti and I kind of learned a funny way to do chicken parm with spaghetti. So, you know, it's probably not the proper way, but I learned it. And that's the way, the simple way to make it. 
Alicia mentioned chicken nuggets earlier. That used to be like my jam. I used to get chicken nuggets all of the time frozen. I mean, they were just convenient. I remember also that I didn't know that there was such a thing as frozen fried chicken. And then one time, like when I was at your place in Harlem, you were like, do you want some fried chicken? And I thought you were like going to fry some chicken up. Yes. <laughs> and then you took the box out of the freezer. And I was like, what? I, had frozen fried I didn't chicken. even know that yep. was a real thing. I didn't know that was a real yep. thing. I, I, but it was pretty good. and like the bad thing is too a lot of times i'd be so lazy and not even bake it or anything i would just put it in a microwave and it was so (laughs) so unevenly heated and parts were still frozen some were super hot and stuff and like this is like the kind of cooking i would do um when i lived by myself i often my big thing uh, was quesadilla but not with a quesadilla maker but at least i had cheese but it was literally just (laughs) cheese and a tortilla yeah, but you're doing pretty good, though. I will say that. Well, I've perfected it throughout the years, I guess. Yes. Just cheese and a tortilla. Fold the tortilla in half. You need a big tortilla, though. Get a small one. It's kind of silly. Um, so you need a big <laughs> tortilla. Put the cheese, melt it, fold it in half. And there you go. You have a cheese quesadilla. And you give it a nice Ew. toast. Is there any key to the toastiness? But um, I guess the key to the toastiness is just some butter on the okay. on the pan before you cook it. Melt the butter. And then there you go, quesadilla time. And then I, I don't make the salsa, but I have it with salsa mm. a lot of times. Um, but yeah, that was frozen food. I was laughing earlier too, and he thought he did something wrong, but it was because you mentioned preheating ovens. Oh. <laughs> I never used to preheat an oven at all. And then I learned how to preheat an oven once I met Ian. <laughs> <laughs> he told me why it was so important to preheat on an oven. Just throw it in there and set it to the temperature. Yeah, you just you know you just cook it till it's done. I, I use that as like a it's it's slowly cooking it, you know, and then you get the yeah. inside a little more. It's getting warm in there, you know. Yeah. You're probably gonna need an extra minute or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I never never used to preheat an oven at all. I never used to heat your spaghetti sauce either. Yeah, I still get kind of lazy with that. <laughs> with spaghetti, you know, yeah, I know how to make the noodles and everything. And then I'd have like a, a jar of sauce and then I would just take it out of the <laughs> fridge and just pour it on there. Or it's like, like <laughs> it's like when you have a hot brownie with ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You have both temperatures. It's really a fancy meal. Yeah. Katie, you could just use like have a designated ice cube tray and fill it with sauce, like how people will fill an ice cream oh! tray with coffee. <laughs> That's such a good idea. And then just and pour like a, a ice cube sauce a cube, a sauce cube in, <laughs> and, and it'll just it melt pasta. Oh, it'll be so good. And that is a too that, hot. TM, that is our idea. Everyone. Oh yeah. So yeah, ice cubes. You can you can never use the ice cube tray for anything else ever again <laughs> just mm-hmm. pasta sauce yeah yeah did you have any um party foods or anything you mentioned that you had college party foods oh in college um our parties consisted when i had to come up with food which is like popcorn oh okay <laughs> i'd make some you know bag popcorn that you microwave and uh, it was pretty common that people and those out failed at making popcorn in college and the whole building had to evacuate because they started yeah. a they set off a fire. Alarm. That was a regular thing. Yes. Popcorn. Yeah. So you're, you're playing a risky game making popcorn for a party. I got really good 
good with popcorn because um, I learned like how much time you should leave in between hearing the last few kernels pop. And so I was really good in college and my early adult life with making popcorn because I was like, I know when I know, even though there's still time left or there's no time left, I'm going to make it go a little bit longer. You know, it varies. You got to listen. Use your ears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Reheat your microwave. Yeah. When in my early adulthood, uh, I had a microwave that exploded, but it was of no (laughs) fault of my own. Oh, good. Thanks. I probably would. <laughs> no, I think it was some. I don't know what happened, but it was a. It was a an older microwave, and I. I don't know exactly what happened, but one time I heard a little explosion, and like the back of it had like a cartoon, like little explosion <laughs> thing. Like it was just black in a circle. Like it something exploded uh-huh. in the back of it or something. So, yeah, I threw that one out and got a new one after that. But that that's my my big adventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you want do you have anything about young adulthood cooking? Uh I did a lot more of it and I got a lot more confident. Uh which doesn't mean much because I have like zero confidence. I, I learned how to cook meat, specifically chicken, which I was terrified of because I was convinced that if I didn't overcook it, I would die. So I learned how to not, I I learned how to not overcook it, but also not die. I also, I also had a lot of fun with breakfast because it's like four ingredients. It's eggs, adobo, peppers, onions, potatoes, and then do something with it and put it on a thing like a sandwich or a plate. Yeah. We had breakfast, breakfast quesadillas a lot. They were so good. Ooh, Yeah. A lot Mm -hmm. of quesadillas. Any like kind of food that I liked where you could have like five ingredients and do it a thousand ways. I was there for a long time. Uh, when I had like, I think like I was on my second job, I was terrified of doing my taxes wrong, but my friend knew how to do it. So I would cook her eggs in a very specific way and she would do my taxes for me. And she's weird. She really likes the consistency and taste of like hospital eggs where they're like steamed and like watery and a little undone oh like the scrambled type of eggs like yeah and they scrambly but they're really wet still yeah and it's like disgusting nonsense but she loved it and I knew how to cook it so she would do my taxes and I would cook her gross hospital (laughs) eggs that's an excellent trade-off yeah Mm -hmm. and then I don't have to eat that garbage yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Young adulthood for Kyle. What's up? <laughs> All right. Um, beautiful transition. Um, I just remember at this point, like I, I, I learned how to cook meat before Alicia because I helped her get over her fear. Yeah. So it's one of the few things I helped her learn how to cook. But uh, at this point, like, you know, just making simple things like rice and stuff too. I also learned how to make little party foods, specifically, uh, what are they called? Uh, pizza rolls with the croissants. Oh, nice! Yeah, and so wow, it was like you're so super, fancy. It was super easy. You just get the croissants, put cheese, a cheese stick, and pepperoni and stuff in it, and then add a garlic sauce at the top if you want. But yeah, wow. Just, I, at that point, I was getting a little more confident with like just doing combining things, I guess, into into different ways. And stir fries helped because they're very general. You just cook a thing and then add stuff. Those are the ingredients, things, and stuff. 
and and cooked vegetables are great. Like I've, I've gotten into roasted vegetables more recently and I don't know why they don't just do roasted vegetables all the time. Like, like steamed vegetables are just, they're just not the, not the way to do it. Not over steamed at least, but like you just pull oil on, throw them in the oven. They're fantastic. It's great. Oh yeah. Have you ever done that with carrots? They mm-hmm. taste like a different being. They don't taste like <laughs> carrots anymore. What so- are you? What are yeah. you? <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Nice. It's amazing yeah. what an oven can do, especially when you preheat it. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before. I I was into cooking desserts a little bit too, uh, and they're just great, but they're a lot easier, a lot harder to mess up because there's always chocolate. As long as it's got chocolate, it's good. But I do know a lot of people that would disagree because baking is more precise art form. Yes, it's an art form. Um, it's a more precise art form where you have to follow directions and timing is very important for things where cooking is just like, ah, throw in this, taste it needs more of this, throw in that, taste it. Now it needs more of that, you know, (laughs) cooking and now cooking is not an art form either. Cooking is, is a, Hmm. like the most creative art form. Hmm. Baking so free is an art form. form, but cooking's not an art form. No, cooking is they're mm. both a form of art. Mm. Cooking <laughs> is the free form of creative brain only, and you can yeah. do whatever you want. And then baking <laughs> time for you to go to bed. Sorry, it's my bedtime. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Baking it's not a real bedtime. I never listen to science. It. <laughs> science. Yeah. Baking That's is baking. like pseudoscience. It's like yeah. a little bit of chemistry. So I can't no, I do just, it. I think baking and cooking is the same thing, really, to me. That's like reasonable. So cool. we're not talking about reasonable. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, are, who do you think you're being right now? <laughs> I'll I'll uh, go with cooking in the present and the future. And I do want to pose Wait, a question. Which one did we just do? Did I finish? The thing? Young adult. Oh, I did say that. I did say that. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> nowadays, I'm lazy. So I don't cook a lot because I don't like doing dishes. That's the main thing. <laughs> if I could, if I could cook without having to do dishes, it would be fantastic. But we still, we still try to cook at least once or twice a week. At least. Um, and and you know we've we've also gotten into those meal kits a little bit, and those are fun. Learn some new yeah. techniques, mm-hmm. and you try some things like cooking like Indian food. There's no way we would have like done that on a big scale because you need like 18 ingredients. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's so good. But yeah, that's you know just just trying to trying to keep keep cooking, keep learning because it is important to me to do that. But I have a question. So after you talk about your present cooking, if you had you could drop everything, get enough resources, and to open up a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve at this restaurant? Uh, and so I guess I'll start. I would love a restaurant that was Asian food. Peanut butter based desserts Ooh. and breakfast. Those three things fused into one. Asian food, peanut butter based desserts, and breakfast. Yeah. Cause I, I okay. can cook, I can cook stir fries. So I can cook a little bit Asian food. I could learn some more techniques. I love like peanut sauces and stuff. What about this? Peanut butter based, all of those things. Could be. Yeah. I love peanut butter noodles or whatever they're called, sesame noodles with peanut butter sauce. Mm-hmm. yeah so I'll, I'll do a peanut butter breakfast asian shop there we go it'll be good 
sounds so good. Yeah. Peanut butter. I'm everywhere. just hungry. Mm-hmm. You get a, you get a, you can buy peanut butter at the, at the front desk too and just pop it onto your food if you want. Oh, what about like <laughs> little jars of peanut butter on each table that works, yeah. and crushed peanuts and like the mm-hmm. shaker, mm-hmm. like, you know how the old pizza place has got the Parmesan that's been there for 15 years and they've never done anything to it. Mm-hmm. That's just crushed peanut. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Is there any other right. butters? I, I've had almond butter and I like that. Would that be there? Tried? Sure, we could. We could. We could go through. We could. We could have theme nights. Like every now and then, you throw in a special guest. Yeah, of, uh, it's like hazelnut right. month. We're doing hazelnuts and peanuts. There you go. Or like almond month. We'll do. Cashew Whoa, that's gonna nuts. be lit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was yeah. great. Yeah, you're so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, that can be the name. Nuts for food. I don't know. Nope, that's not a no. good name. Ligma restaurant. <laughs> okay. Ligma cafe. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll work on the name later. But uh Alicia. No, what did Ian say? Nothing. Nothing. Moving on. Right. I made a bad joke. All right. Dang. <laughs> But yeah, so Alicia, what is, <laughs> what, what's cooking been like for you? And if you were to open a restaurant, what would you do? Cooking has been a very slow journey because I too have been lazy. Shockingly enough, working full time during COVID has made me tired on a daily basis. So I don't cook a lot. Mm. But when I do, um, I like cooking comfort food a lot. And it's really convenient for like meal prepping my lunches for the week. Like if I make a big giant pot of rice with beans some chicken on the side, maybe some broccoli. It's oven cooked. And then I'll just pack that in little lunches. It'll be yummy. Every day I'll be like, oh, I'm on lunch break. I'm really stressed out. Take a bite. Never mind. I'm good. Ready to go. Or hmm. um, oh, I recently learned how to make decent homemade mac and cheese. And Whoa. I did it for my family, which is very like weird because if I bring anything to family functions until like the past two years it was like chips or I'll grab the stuff out of my mom's car so that she doesn't have to and that's my contribution (laughs) so I learned how to make baked mac and cheese um for mostly scratch I learned how to make a roux which is incredibly challenging and I had no idea what I was doing it was so exciting and that's apparently a really good base for like gooey cheese and I learned mm. that a lot of people really like the little cheesy whales that are like a knockoff of goldfish, but they're from Aldi because they got onion Ooh. powder on them. And you just pop those dudes on top and <gasps> it's like chef's Oh, kiss. that sounds that sounds amazing. So you use the yeah. roux with the macaroni and cheese? Yeah. So what I do is I make the roux and then. And I, roux is flour and butter. Flour combined. and butter combined over heat and mixed so that it gets like it frothy. Moving, so you don't yes. want it to have any black spots in it. Cause right. Because it'll burn. Get bitter. I burn so much. I've burned so much. But the stuff I don't burn, then you add your cream and you mix that all in. The whole time you're mixing, it's awful, but worth it. And then you slowly start to add in cheese and cheese and cheese. And then you panic because you overfilled the pot, but then you get a bigger pot and it's fine. Then you keep adding cheese and like any other seasonings like salt pepper onion powder 
little spritz of garlic powder in there if you want to be fancy and then cook the noodles separately whenever you should probably do that before that's a smart thing to do and then when you mix that up it's like a gooey sauce this is also like a base for really fantastic nacho cheese i found out it's really good how dark do you go with the roux until i'm sick of doing it but do you is it like do you do like a chocolate roux or do you do like uh coffee Ah. with milk looking it's like beige ish like beige okay so it's like a little bit probably like uh yeah just like it's not it's not dark it's not dark okay no i run out of patience cool but yeah and then what i'll do is i'll take my big serving container put a layer of macaroni put some more shredded cheese, put that goo, Mm. do another round of that, put goo, and then uh, put the little goldfish or whatever. You could use any type of cheesy snack, like goldfish, Cheez-Its, crushed up Doritos, Mm. but not for Katie. We want (laughs) her to enjoy the meal. And then, well, I can I can now. It's been long enough in my life yes. now that I can eat burritos again. Thank you. So Thank now you. you're going to make this at home. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, Sounds very delicious. And yeah. then you just sprinkle the top with have, however much shredded cheese is going to look incredible. And a lot of it is like what looks good. <laughs> and then you take it to wherever you're taking it to give to other people. And then you cook it until it looks nice in the oven. I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then you serve it and it's not it's not too soupy but That's it's cool. but it's not like only stringy either it's like that nice mm-hmm. in between gooey but you can eat on a plate and i learned this from ruining a batch of mac and cheese before uh if you're mac and cheese like we have soy milk usually um and even original like unsweetened soy milk will still have like a sweet nutty flavor to it it's gross in mac and cheese but if you add vinegar, it fixes it. And I don't know how it works, but it's really cool. It balances it. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does acids, science. Acids Very cool. stuff to food. Um, I, I had two other things I wanted to add to. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. Um, once I learned how to season food, everything got so much better. You can just have, mm-hmm. you can have a, a grilled cheese sandwich with seasoning and it's fantastic. Uh, Chicken, too. Yeah. Oh my God. I have like I want to know what you guys are struggling with currently for cooking. Like, what's your current current goals? So for me personally, I have struggled to make tofu because I'm a I I try to be more vegetarian, and tofu's good good in a lot of food, but it's so hard to cook. It's 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 so much harder to cook than like chicken. Yeah, and yeah. it ends up being very bad a lot because of that, <laughs> but. But it's something I'm trying to get better. I think you're improving. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, This is embarrassing, so I'm going to tattle on myself. I'm really bad at making pancakes. I'm bad at it. I don't know what it is. I have no patience. I can't wait for it to cook all the way through, and then it sticks, and everything's burnt, and then it's raw in the middle. I just can't do it, and it sucks. And I want pancakes. We should make pancakes. We should. Yeah. Uh, So what would your restaurant be, then? Or we can come back to you. Breakfast. Breakfast. Only breakfast. All Only different kinds of breakfast. Mm. Like Denny's? God, no. Better. <laughs> okay. All right. Better. Oh, yeah. It'll be uh, international breakfast, I think. With the option of, of hospital eggs? No. 
No, no hospital never. eggs on the menu. No hospital eggs. Okay. No hospital eggs. That's a Is it one of those only. order off the menu things? Yeah, it's like thirty-five dollars for two scrambled hospital eggs. You have to do so much accounting for the business. You have to right. like balance yeah. the sheets, then you get the hospital eggs. Yeah, the special only order only. Because nope. if I'm making hospital eggs, I need to be compensated handsomely because they're so gross to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not pretty. International Breakfast House cool yeah well i think that i'm going to be the biggest jump of skill here because everybody else was skillful before me my present life is much better than my even my early adulthood because i have um someone that's taught me how to to cut vegetables how to cook meat how (laughs) to heat up sauces preheat ovens who is this the internet that you're talking about no (laughs) never even thought of the internet no it's not google it's ian that has taught me all of this stuff so it's been um quite a journey especially this last i would say the last couple of years because even when i was working in the city and commuting all the time i'd get home too late to even cook anything so since i've been working more from home i've had more time And so I've definitely learned a lot more. We do a lot of meal, um, those meal delivery things like HelloFresh, generally every plate. We've been kind of experimenting around with different ones to see what we like. But I think that those have given me the most confidence as well in the kitchen because now we're getting meals that I'm like, oh, I could easily just buy some of these ingredients and make this myself. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not very hard. I got it. And I know what zesting is now. Every now and then I have to look something up, especially when it comes to those more complicated meals. But um, Ian doesn't let me ask him as many questions anymore. So I do have to look him up on Google. No, you're like very good now, though. You know, I don't think you need to ask me. That's why most of the time. You even cut mm-hmm. an onion the other day. I have no clue how you cut it. Yeah, he got very confused. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> That's what I was mentioning the onion before. Because I cut it and he's he was like looking at it and like, how the heck did you even cut this? Like it came out in sets of like three different shapes, but it worked for him. Huh, huh. Good. Cool. Oh, oh, Alicia cooks a lot more often than I do. She's more ambitious. Uh so but I'll be like, Can I can I help in any way? And she'll be like, cut this onion. Because she doesn't like to cry. So I'll throw on a oh. sad podcast and be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She just has an emotional I, breakdown. Where's my life going? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ian taught me how to cut an onion, but apparently I just made it up myself because he was very baffled on how I cut this onion. <laughs> but right. it worked for the meal. It was good. Um, I actually liked it. That's what I was trying to figure out. That's I've cool. even taken an, an old family recipe um, from our mm. kyle and my family and we made that recently even though the directions were like very vague and like i, I forgot what, like i think you need to make it again because i just think you need more practice we need to <laughs> a few more times it was a german potato <laughs> salad oh. Maybe make it once a week or something and that's where <laughs> twice a day <laughs> okay well this this it was really good this dish was shocking to me because it was like my first time digging into this recipe and old family recipes basically because like i said mom would make stuff and i'd just stare at her blankly and like i don't know how to follow this direction well they actually have somewhat of a direction written down even though it's very vague directions so we decided to make it and then i realized how much bacon grease is actually in the German potato salad? It was like a pound. Oh, 
It was a pound of bacon that you oh. make. And then you just keep the grease and oh, put then the potatoes yeah. in there and cook yeah. the potatoes in there. And oh, then you man. pour in other stuff to be part of the sauce. Like it's the grease. One of those old school recipes. Stays part of it all. Oh, and man. I was just so like, it's a oh my God. It's, it's basically bacon grease with some potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> it's like a cold stew then. Instead of a salad, it's cold stew. Oh man. Yeah, oh. It, it's um it's very delicious. Oh, it was really good. But it's it kind of was like, oh no, this is not good for my diet at all. <laughs> a lot of those like old good recipes are like, you know, things like that are like, you know, two sticks of butter in it or something, you know. Yeah, pound of Crisco. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's it was eye opening, but um, but I would consider myself a much better cook now. You wrote it. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's that's big coming from this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say if I had a restaurant, it would be chicken wings and brownies. That's what <laughs> get there. Have you ever made? Know. Have you ever made chicken wings? We have an air fryer, so we have some fun kitchen tools now too. So we have an air fryer and mostly I make Ian make them, but um, I watch him and I've helped. You micromanage. Yeah, I micromanage. I've also helped make different sauces before. I think I taught him a little saucy trick the other day. That was a very simple trick, but he didn't know how I did it. And so he watched me and he's like, oh, I was like, oh, you didn't know this. This is easy. So what's the trick? Oh, it's just like a spicy barbecue sauce, but it was like the portions Ooh. of barbecue to spiciness and what kinds of sauces that we used in there and stuff. So, yeah, um, we've we've had basically every time the Bills played in the playoffs, we had chicken wings. Nice. Which was that? twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that way recently... you don't have to make chicken wings too often because, you know, they're they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Special. A little more often than that. I, uh, I was I I think that chicken wings are a huge, like one of the foods, my my favorite foods is obviously chicken wings and chocolate. Um, they don't go together though. Those those are separate <laughs> things. Not yet. And I find it very difficult to find a good chicken wing in New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey, but I grew up around Buffalo. So and we call them chicken wings, not buffalo wings, because that's just silly. Um, and they can come in hot, medium, mild barbecue. Mm-hmm. Or, or hot barbecue, hot if barbecue. you're fancy. Mm. Yep. What do you call the ones with the buffalo sauce on? There is Those are just the wings. <laughs> Those are hot. Those wings. are all of them. Chicken all wings. of them except yeah. the, the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, them. And blue cheese, not ranch. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a dish that I fail at, I don't know. There's a lot of trial and errors, I think. Uh, meatballs. Yeah, that's the most recent one. <laughs> I... Where uh, I was swearing up a storm in the kitchen because I tried to make these meatballs that came in one of the meal plans, the oh. meal kits mm-hmm. that you have. Do you have to like so you get the all, ground meat? Mm. You get all the ingredients. Yeah, Snow wallet. Together. Yeah, exactly. Apparently didn't snowball them good enough because as I was frying them, they all kept falling apart. Oh. And every time I tried to pick them up and rotate them with the, what are they called? Not pliers. Tongs. 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 When I tried to pick them up with the tongs, they would just like fall apart. 
And I was just so angry and so frustrated. And Ian's in the other room playing video games like, you okay? And I'm just like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so they were, it was more like a little meat crumble that we had that night. It was still good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's me. So mm-hmm. Ian. The last thing I, I threw down for Valentine's Day dinner. Yes. I, a, I made a pretty oh. good dinner there. I was proud of that. I made a surf and turf. So I made some filet mignons on a cast iron skillet and some lobster tails. Ooh. It was so good. Fancy. Uh, made like a little uh, like butter with the, uh, what's the name of it? Garlic? No, there's a name for that kind of butter. Yeah, but the butter with garlic, parsley, shallots in it. <sighs> To like like a finishing butter for the thing. Just so like, really good butter. Made a, a little homemade focaccias. And then I like kind of did them like uh like scalloped the top of it and put like the garlic butter in that to make like each of us had a little loaf of garlic bread. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. And it was then, so good. Uh, did, I did I did the Brussels sprouts in the air fryer. I was gonna saute them, but then I saw this recipe for an air fryer Brussels sprouts. I think that might be one of the best ways to make it. It was so Ooh. good. Yeah. So nice and them, crispy. Put them in the air fryer, halved them, threw them in the air fryer. Maybe it was like, I think, two tablespoons of olive oil, salt and pepper, shook them up, threw them in there for, I think, like 15 minutes, something like that. I think it was like 15. That sounds good. And yeah, the middle, the middle of garlic in there too. Doesn't cook well. So that makes sense. Cut them in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, it was nice. It got a little crispy. And then I reduced some balsamic mm. vinegar and then kind of drizzled that on the Brussels Ooh. sprouts after it's gone. It was really good. Really good. Yes. And, and uh, shallots. Oh, yeah. And then threw the shallots after the steaks were done, threw the shallots into the cast iron and heated those up, put a little bit of sugar on them. Not damn. Balsamic vinegar and then put that on top of the steaks. Wow. And that was really good. That was like fancy. Good. Best meal I've cooked in a long time. Maybe yeah. one of the best ever. It was really, really good. It was probably the best homemade meal I've ever had. Yeah, it that sounds like, so complicated, but so delicious. Yeah, it it sounds really fancy. Good. I then, uh, like every time I went near the kitchen, though, he yelled at me to not look. Don't look! <laughs> don't look! Don't look! Step away! Don't Get look. away from mm-hmm. the kitchen. That's great, though. Yeah. I do want to say this on the record, Ian. I think you might be the the best person at cooking I know. No, I'm not even good. This is yes, not- you oh, are. Okay. You're so. Well, then good. I know a lot of people who are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're just okay. So you're, you're still. No, you're, just okay. you're like on the level of like how a grandmother cooks, for, like with her heart. <laughs> like you have yeah, the knowledge. The like hey, you that's only need that much garlic, or like yeah, you only need yeah. that much salt, and you already know, and you can just do it. Yeah, that's the key. You know, the most important ingredient is is love. You know, you got to really put your heart into it and. You know, really think about eating it. And one of the things too, you eat with your eyes first. So when we're talking about bacon and cooking, it is art because yes, you eat with your eyes first. But you also want to make sure you're not gonna get anybody sick. So just because it looks good doesn't mean it's cooked. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. What's a challenge you're coming up? I'm trying to get better at like tossing pizzas, making pizza Ooh. dough, and like tossing it. I want to be able to like toss it in the air, all cool and stuff. You know, and see, is it pizza cool. stone? Yeah, I'm getting better at the pizzas and stuff. Yeah. I've been cooking them on the pizza stone, trying to get a hang of that a little bit. Do you have one of those big spatulas? Yes, I have a pizza shovel. It's huge. Oh, that's so cool. I, nice. I call it the pizza shovel. 
<laughs> which anybody who's looking to do the pizza shovel to the pizza stone thing, make sure you put a lot of the semolina flour on it. Mm-hmm. I call it the pizza flour. That's one of the keys. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. Had, had some incidences. Yeah, the first one that I tried to put in, uh, like I had toppings on the pie, and when I went to shake it off the pizza shovel, it stuck. Oh and no! All the toppings flew into the back of the oven. It was like, oh no! <laughs> it's a real mess. I'm sorry. I'm sorry but for the loss. I've gotten better at. It. I learned that you need a lot of the flour on there. And uh, last one I made was the buffalo pizza. I think. Yeah, which that was. Uh, See, I make them make a lot of like. Sorry, I call it. Buffalo, what do I call it? A hot wing pizza. Buffalo. So you guys call it a hot wing pizza. We chicken wing pizza. A, we yeah. call it a buffalo chicken pizza. But I, chicken, that works. It wasn't. That it works. wasn't wings though. It was chicken breast. That's very much on point though. When you get buffalo no. chicken pizza up here, it's cut up chicken fingers or chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But as a tribute to Western New York, there was also some banana peppers on there. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm yeah, excited really to, good. I'm excited yeah, to really. visit and try some pizza now. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing some pizzas. He's getting better and better. Yeah. That's awesome. Pizza, mm-hmm. yeah, pizza is so general. You can have breakfast pizza for breakfast. You can yeah. have like a nice, nice light veggie pizza for lunch, and then yeah. you can have like a chicken finger pizza for dinner. Yeah, yeah. and a dessert pizza for di- dessert. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Dinner also. <laughs> and chocolate pizza. I think you can make one of those big oversized cookies. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And you can make all kinds of breads in there too. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I'm curious about what kind of restaurant you'd open up if you were. Oh, geez. I don't know. I always want to have a restaurant where like the people are like, are like real rude, but then the food's <laughs> really good. You know, but it's like part of the attraction of the restaurant. Do you want to like, be one of the rude people? Yeah. I want just, I want like the waitresses or whatever to be rude and the chefs to be rude and like the person to say, you know, but it's like almost like a gimmick. Like people know they're going in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, and then sometimes if they don't, it'll be super funny because they're going to be like the only one in the place not in on the joke. <laughs> you know, you'd have to make but sure you set ground rules. Are the are the are the patrons allowed to be rude to the waiters? No. Yeah, well, I mean, the waiters aren't going to give a shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the thing. You could like, yeah, no matter. All right. Yeah. So, what kind of food though? It has to be really good food. That's it doesn't matter, food. just really good. It's going to be kind of like, it's not going to be a really a big menu. It's going to be very like, you know, only, there's not going to be a lot of different things on there, but just the food has to be really good because the service is going to be terrible. <laughs> you know? What about like a diner? Yeah, it could be like that. Yeah. Like diner mm-hmm. food? Because you can do whatever with diner food. But mm-hmm. diners always have like huge menu and you can order all this. Like you can stuff. get. Anything from pasta to like we don't we're, this isn't gonna be a place where you're making all special orders and getting all your stuff and this and that like it's gonna be is it gonna be a smaller menu yeah yeah it's gonna be small, small menu so small you can't even read it like if you order something that's not the way it is on the Change. menu you might get it but <laughs> it's probably not gonna come out the right way and you're gonna have a little bit of some back and forth. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like a restaurant I would not go to, but <laughs> but you know I'm sure there's there's an audience. There's I think. But somebody a- might. But here's the thing: it sounds like a restaurant you wouldn't go to, but somebody might bring you there. 
<laughs> this sounds like a restaurant I would go to immediately after clocking out of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can argue about the, your sports teams and stuff. And yeah. You know me and my sports teams. <laughs> All um, the sports, you know, the yeah, Minnesota Grapes or whatever. Kobe's sports TV on, like just sports. Yeah. Like, All day, team. every day. Come on, team. Do the thing. Bar. Get a point. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like a sports bar. Couple, but then if someone asks you to turn on a certain t- certain game, you just scream at them. <laughs> I don't think you really scream at people though. That's the thing. It's not gonna be like oh we're not abusing people here. We're just okay. not we're just not giving you great service. Mm. Just... Would it be more like um oh you're ordering bad? Okay. That kind of thing. Okay. And like okay. we brought your so food halfway to you. You have to go get we it. We might it's hire like table. some stand-up comedians to be the Oh boy! Yes. They can really like say some funny jokes. Like you know, you might get heckled a little bit mm. while you're ordering. Good. Okay, that's like, okay. That. That, now you're getting there. Now you're. I yeah. was already yeah. sold. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. But we're not looking to really. We're not, we're gonna try to avoid lawsuits. So it probably won't be anything too, you know, traumatizing. All right. So it won't be like your dad doesn't love you. It'll be like your shoes are whack. What are you gonna order? It might be both of those. <laughs> oh, I definitely want to go now. It's a pending. It's interesting. Depends well, on the person and the day. <laughs> I, I love cooking. I wish I would do it more, but I'm excited to cook in the future and open my peanut butter restaurant. But uh, overall, it looks like cooking has been a huge part of all of the weeks. Of our lives. Of our lives. Of our lives. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Katie. <laughs> of our lives. If you have any stories like the topics we've covered today, email us at weeksofourlives at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at weeks underscore of our lives. Listen, subscribe, and review. This podcast is produced by Katie and Kyle Weeks and edited by me, Katie Weeks. Thank you to Alicia Rodriguez. My fiance. For our amazing logo. And to Kieran Walsh. My good friend. For our amazing theme music. Thank you for listening and have a good week. Have you ever seen them? We'd serve our lives.